Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Whistle. I'm joined by Donald this episode. Hi guys, what's up? Um, don't forget to look us up on Stitcher and uh, Tune Up Radio. Uh, the name is After the Whistle, so listen to our past episodes. Uh, last week we discussed players moving for success, right? Yes. And was money touched- the main motivational yeah, factor? Is money the main motivation? Leaving. And we yeah. also touched on Barclays' comments regarding IT. That and that's pretty, another way insensitive. Yeah, so that was a pretty dicey, entertaining episode. So do yeah. make sure to check the previous episode. On Twitter, is GCRACW. We also post our episode links, so you can just follow us, go through our history, and you should find an episode. So, uh, this week, the NBA playoff second round is in full swing. Yep, full swing. And um, so the Golden State Warriors have taken a 2-0 a two lead. Yep, commanding two zero. Commanding two nil z- two uh, two zero lead. Rockets versus Spurs. Um, Spurs have a have taken a have a two one lead. Yeah, and um, I mean Rockets. Well, they started well, but well, I guess there's a lot to talk about regarding that, right? Yeah, going back to the Warriors versus yeah. Jazz. At this point, the Warriors are just playing freakishly impressive basketball. Yeah, Durant's been added as from the super team that everybody kind of feared and suspected because yeah. like why is a player like KD someone who could easily get 30 any night just by not even trying joining yeah. a team like the Warriors which already won 75 plus games in the regular season yeah. at this point to beat the Warriors you need to have four perfect quarters I think everyone in everyone's mind everyone thinks that you know what it's going to be a Cavs versus Warriors part 3 right the Cavs is the only possibility of a slip up at yeah. this point. The Warriors are definitely through. Yeah. You mentioned the Spurs taking coming back to win two one versus the Rockets. Yeah, that's a weird one. Ordinarily, you always think that Pop will always sack his team up. The Spurs are always in contention no matter what. They lost uh, Parker to injury, yeah. but somehow Lamarcus Aldridge has stepped up. Uh, Kawhi is playing phenomenally as well. And with Duncan out as well, you feel like you know exactly could be an end of an era, right? It is an end of an era, but somehow the Spurs are always in it. But then yeah. you mentioned the Rockets and they beat the Spurs in their first game. Yeah. And that was with the Rockets playing absolutely wonderful Mori ball. And they are the only team I feel that could probably match the Warriors in terms of like shooting them three for threes, shooting lights out. But the problem with the Rockets, as we saw in the last two games, is that they can't do that every other game. Because the Spurs played good defense on them. You know how this trademark move. You come next you, to him. Yeah, he bumps into you. Yeah, and then, like, he, ah. <laughs> then he throws the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was noticeable that in the last game, he did very less of that. Exactly. More of, yeah, because yeah. the Spurs game plan was like, you know what? We're not going to give you all those foul, yeah, foul shots. Foul shots, yeah. Exactly. It was deliberate, it wasn't perfectly. it? Yeah, but I think that, you know, with the Golden State Warriors, I mean, they're unbeaten in the last 21 of their last 22 that's games. Just that's how just insane. How do you stop them? Yep. You know? And they are kind of like Hydra, you know, you cut <laughs> one head off. That's true. And you have like three new ones popping up. Yeah, so, any, yeah. any of Clay, Durant, and Curry can yeah. easily go off and score 30 in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. just let that sink yeah. in. How do you stop that? And team? to be honest, I feel like the last time out, right? Yeah. A lot of people said yeah i mean the the Cavs deserve deserve praise but a lot of people still feel like or uh, let me just say i feel like <laughs> it's a personal state and yeah i, I feel like here. if i mean curry got injured and then you know um green got suspended, suspended. i mean there were things that worked in the Cavs' favor to oh, be that's honest. true that's true yeah and you like to think that you this time around it could be a different story and even back then if everyone was available could it be a different story as well i mean that argument could be made, but if yeah. you see LeBron playing in this yeah, playoffs, yeah, fight, it's true. just 
I swear to God, it almost feels like you're watching an episode of not an episode, a season of Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> where every other player she's going like, "This is not my final form." Yeah. Over nine thousand, and he charges up and goes into another freaking level. Because against the Raptors, it was just freaking disrespectful. LeBron. Yeah. We can cast an ATW, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. He was that big. Yeah, like, seriously, it was like your dad was schooling you. I mean, yeah. he was having fun taking beer from the crowd, yeah. pretending to drink, spinning. There was this byline show where he just spun the ball in his hand and just took a freaking three, came back to the same spot and did it again. The Raptors spent all of this season acquiring assets, retooling. And preparing for the count, Exactly, right? for this matchup. Yeah, for this matchup. And, and last season, they won, they took the game to six. Yeah, to game six, yeah. Exactly. This season, it's going to be like in it's, four. It's going to be four. I mean, it's going like, to be four. Like, you took all that time to get better for it's this opponent, and they're going to beat you in less games. <laughs> yeah. Must be rough to be a Raptors fan. Yeah, it must be rough. And I mean, but also you have to look at you look at the Cavs' resilience as well. I mean, the Cavs are ready, like yeah, that's ready true. to take control, and you know they look good for it. They look good for their three 0 lead. Final game in the East: the Celtics versus the Wizards. Yeah, it man, it. I mean, it just it's a warm feeling just to see it finally getting the recognition as a bona fide superstar. Yeah, because I feel like now everyone is having that conversation. Yeah, maybe IT it's really as good as what the Celtics fans were claiming he was. Because here's a guy that everybody thought was going to get exposed in playoffs because apparently his game wouldn't translate very well. Yeah. But what did this guy go and do? Freaking history. Yeah, 53 freaking points. Yeah. Take that. The most in playoffs history since Iverson's 55 points. Exactly. Versus the Hornets. And this know. was after he got his tooth knocked out in the previous game. Had to go to, <laughs> had to go have surgery, missed yeah. training, came back and dropped 50 freaking three. Man, that guy's amazing. Yeah. And with all his personal lifestyle mm-hmm. going on as well. Exactly. I feel like that's, that's, that's where he has to be commended because for someone who has a lot of personal things going on in his life, yeah. to be able to um, channel that focus into your game and be the best you can be even sort of surprise people in the process I yeah. feel like that's that's huge definitely should be commended for that I mean why is he carrying the Celtics though well I think for the Celtics how we play we definitely recognize IT as our primary scorer yeah but then players like Hallford have stepped up with their, his assistant his vision is amazing on the court I know Kelly got into a fight in the yeah. last game, but he's also been pretty impressive. Uh, we've had players like Jalen step up. Danny Green has surprisingly been effective when he's been introducing the starting lineup, though I'd rather see more of Jalen just because young kids and all that prefer to see them, you know, have a go at it. And we have players like Marcus Smart that just... I mean, I enjoy watching the Souls. I'm a huge fan just because of that whole hustle play, that yeah. whole... They play for the team. Yeah. You take individual Celtic players and you're like, these guys probably won't amount to much. But somehow, Brad put this team together and they got the number one freaking seed in the East. Don't disrespect that. So they've earned their points. And I feel like if the Cavs are to slip, I'm not saying the Celtics win by not 18, but if it does happen, I won't be too surprised. We are putting ourselves in the best position to actually make that happen. Yeah, I get that. But speaking about carrying the team, <laughs> IT's carrying of the ball. Oh man, I mean, that's <coughs> big just deal, big deal or not? Bullshit. Just because players like, well, we do it anyway. Yeah. And the NBA is weird. Like, it feels like those rules are just merely recommendations. Yeah. I mean, in the rule book, you're not supposed to carry the ball, you're not supposed to travel. Yeah. But then you can find instances of. You have players, I mean, well, yeah. certain James Harden, but. Exactly. Anyway, I'm just like, saying. Refs would call that play just because. 
yeah, they let it slide. Yeah. So as fans, you can't get mad if a player like IT is using that to his advantage. Already, he's one of the shortest players in the league. Let him have it. That's or maybe someone is defending because he's a Celtics fan. I'm just saying, bro. I mean, I'm objective. I'm bro. just saying, bro. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, man. Uh, so... We jump in right into our next segment. Uh, we yeah. call in this predicts the play. This is where myself and Donald look through stories mm-hmm. in the world of sports. Okay. And we just predict what we feel the outcome is going to be. And then we go, we launch into our main topic. We are going to discuss the implementation of yeah, video sports. technology. Yeah. And yeah. if you have enough time, dive in. Yeah. Yay or nah. Yeah. How we feel about it. My first story, Lonzo Ball released his sneakers this week. Ooh, yikes, bruv. Uh, for those who don't know, Lonzo Ball is one of uh, top-rated college uh, prospects coming into the NBA draft. Probably will be number one, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. And his whole family, oh, his dad's thing is he wants his son to be, I guess, what, better monetized. Okay. He tried talking to the Nike, he tried talking to Nike, Under Armour, Adidas yeah. to get... I mean, he has made it clear that that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to put his kids in a position where they can... It's commendable. Be, it's know, commendable. But yeah, they can be top athletes and yeah. also, yeah, like you said, earn money from their earn sweat. money from their, yeah. But exactly. it feels like he's going about it just the wrong way. Cause is it like there's been some argument about whether is it too, like is it too soon? Too soon, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's a, it's a lot to start thinking about even before you actually start. Yeah, for you your actually, first game yeah, exactly. It's crazy. You and on. you know something, that price though. Five hundred like, bucks. <laughs> like I'm, you I'm, don't not, want bought, I'm not paying that for, for <laughs> sneakers. Brand. Yeah, because honestly, <laughs> I look at those sneakers and I'm not hating, but Charlie, it doesn't look all that. I'm not feeling that. It doesn't look. I'm all not there. feeling those kicks, man. And he's got some slips for two hundred. So hey, uh, <laughs> yikes! Those slips, bro. Like, <laughs> are you wearing those? Uh, nah, for that. Are you, price, are you buying those for that price? It man? Doesn't really make. Yeah, it's sense. crazy. So I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see. see yeah. And like plays, you mentioned earlier, man, it's too soon because yeah, again, this could be a wrong culture or tradition yeah but in the nba signature shoes usually go to players who mm-hmm. are putting time mm-hmm. are the superstars and have you know shown their worth in the nba yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. just coming in and having your own shoe it just kind of feels like you're really stunting too hard yeah i feel like yeah that's true that's we'll true. see i we'll see. i predict this sneak this thing doesn't do well <laughs> yeah going to honestly yeah i also believe this i believe that these sneakers Probably won't do so well, to be honest. Not, they won't do well. They won't do like, well. It's just yeah. insane. It's just, it's just I a don't bad see it. I don't see it. Any story from your end? Yeah. So my first story was Steve Bruce's press conference last okay. week. So apparently, I don't know whether Steve Bruce took inspiration from Anthony Joshua, but... <laughs> <laughs> he was watching some late night boss. Yeah, like I don't know, bro. <laughs> but he showed up to his press conference looking yeah. really roughed up. Like, <laughs> yeah, he really looked roughed up, fam. And he... Apparently, what he said was that he had, uh, was it um, more removal surgery? Something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, more removal surgery. But then I looked, I, I, I specifically looked at the bruises, and they really look like someone who was in a bus stop. They really do look like someone who was Maybe in a bus Maybe the ball was really, really, really... I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was all over his face. And then there were there were rumors that there was there were, there was a training ground bust up. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm wondering, <laughs> like, was he attacked by his whole team? Like, seriously. No, I mean, you know, you guys should go Bruce check it out. He really it, looked man. roughed up. If you haven't seen it, he really looked roughed up. I mean, props the... to him for showing up for the press conference. Yeah, he's, like, I, I guess he, he had to. Canceled, well, he could have cancelled. He canceled, could have cancelled, right? No, but I'm telling you, fam. Based on the bruises he had on his face, he <laughs> probably would have cancelled for the rest of the season. Damn, Bruce. He looked really roughed up. Yeah, Brucey, you need to get your shit together. There's man. a story somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And out. I predict that 
he had a rough weekend. I predict that he had a rough weekend. Some amateur it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't surgery from, but yeah, oh, man. there you have it. Uh, this one, this next one is going to infuriate Arsenal fans, but <clears throat> Benga came out again and, you know, said the latest wonder kid that's making the rounds in the transfer rumors is one he almost signed. <laughs> I'm probably as tired as them, to be honest. Oh, frankly, my, I mean, I'm... we wake up every morning and then we see yet another player that he, he he was he tried signing and didn't sign. Apparently, he went to his house. Yep, he went to Mbappe's house. Yeah, that's the player talking about. Yeah, he's like you. You literally went to his house at that point. Why didn't you walk away with the signature? I, and that's I think that's what really gets to Arsenal fans, man. Like why why keep telling about us about how close he came to signing players? Yeah, and usually it's so close. Like you literally went to his house, man. Like it's always and a you personal, still couldn't close the deal. Personal touch, exactly. And it kind of feels weird because I feel like Arsenal fans, and again as a football fan, yeah. you're probably more forgiving of Arsenal or yeah. Wenger. Uh, Wenger, sorry. If the players, if he signed these players, like if Arsenal was a team like Dortmund, yeah, yeah, Monaco, like young mm. exuberant players exactly. who look like they have very very promising careers ahead of them, yeah, yeah. people will be like, you know what, cut Wenger some slack. He, but the issue is that the guys he sticks with. And are coming through, and the guys that he chooses not to sign, there's such a wide golf. <laughs> yeah, there's a wide golf class. class. Like, That's true. That's true. And honestly, we need to start asking whether Venga really is good at nurturing talent now. Does he still have it anymore? Does exactly. He care? I'm asking myself the same question, but hey. Anyway, I say he stays for another season and we see him make these comments again next season. Okay, so that's you predicting the play right there. Yep. Okay. Wenger's going to stay for another season and keep on saying I almost signed the next big thing. Okay. All right. So, on my end, right? Yeah. I saw the story UK's rich list on UK's rich list right okay. now. Um released in Time magazine. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is the richest football player on that list in, in the UK. Really? Yeah. He is the richest football player on that list. And this is me predicting. Rooney isn't getting that much. (laughs) (laughs) Rooney's on it. I think he's second. I think he comes in second on that list. But this is me predicting the play here, right? He's no longer going to be on that list because he has played his last game for Manchester United. That's a tricky one. I mean, I saw tangentially related. I saw a story that came out from Owen, actually, saying that (laughs) according to his sources, Certain United players felt more comfortable or preferred Rashford playing up front yeah. because it felt that he enabled them to actually run, you know, be a bit more involved in the mm-hmm. game. I don't know how true that is, but looking at United's striking options, unless they count, they go after a proven or an established striker. In don't the- say it out loud, Griezmann. Yeah, but <laughs> unless they go for an established striker, I don't yeah. see Jose wanting to go into next season with just Martial and Rashford. I and honestly Rooney. believe I agree with you, fam. Like we really, this this is not enough. Yeah, honestly, I don't think that this is enough. And that's why I think Zlatan will stay. And I, I really, yeah, I, I, I would like to see Zlatan back. I mean, I don't think it's been any secret that I love the guy. Yeah, you know, but fantastic yeah. player for the amount paid and for the work he's put in. Yeah, I don't see how you could hate on him. I mean. Yeah. United's failings, in as much as he has some poor games and questionable decisions, it's not exactly. all been on him. Yeah, yeah. It's not been on him one bit, so he I can, agree. you know, end the season with a high. I agree. He definitely right. ended. Mm-hmm. Swinging to La Liga, Spain. Uh, okay. Neymar's 
down to the the courts. <laughs> to continue as well. Yeah, we all know how that would end. But hey, uh, yeah. now the the state prosecutor is asking for two year two year prison sentence. Again, mm-hmm. this goes back to his really shady transfer 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 deal. dealings at home and you yeah. know the ownership with regards to his yeah, dad. Yeah, because remember, it's just a weird it between, cycle it was between of Madrid and Barcelona. Yeah, trying to get him and huge amounts. Were it's just a weird him. cycle of money passing through his own family's hands. Like yeah. You know, it's like it's almost as if I don't know, man. His dad, man, like <laughs> his dad, man. A lot of questions have to be asked about again, his dad. You know, I mean, not to go after Barca players, but you know, they go with that whole more than the club, making yeah. me feel like this club is just so not perfect, but raised to certain standards. That again, I just feel like this is just clear indications that sometimes clubs are willing to deal with certain individuals illegally just to get what they want. Yeah, I feel like yeah, the rivalries on the pitch, like actually influence their dealings of it yeah you understand me like we are so desperate to get this player ahead of this club you are willing to break we are and willing bend to break and, yeah, and bend a few rules that's it's just what it comes down to it's man. kind of crazy that looking at yeah. his name and story Real Madrid were the team that wasn't willing to you know yeah it's weird right <laughs> yeah. it was Barcelona yeah because uh, those guys go crazy yeah, yeah. the Galacticos um, yeah. but I do I do predict Neymar doesn't spend a second in jail Probably going to get off on like first time offense, mm-hmm. pay a fine yeah, or something. Yeah, pay a fine, which would be peanuts. And I'm guessing he's paying for a damn good lawyer, so hell, he might even get off. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I know what you mean. Yeah, but I can get with that prediction though. Yeah. All right. So uh, my final prediction is <clears throat> a transfer triangle. Oh, wow. You know player swaps never happen, right? I know player swaps <laughs> never happen. That's like football but, manager but yeah, dream, right? I'm, go- I'm, going to, I'm going to really need you guys to stay with me on okay. this one right here. All right, fine. Take so, us for this wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it involves three teams, right? Okay. Real Madrid, Chelsea, and AS Monaco. Mbappe goes So this is where it begins. Okay. <clears throat> it's going to begin at Bachuayi. Weirdly enough, like, weird enough, it's going to bring... To Monaco? Be, yeah, so Bachuayi is going to go to Monaco, but it's not going to be a permanent deal. It's okay. going to be a loan deal because Monaco are in the Champions League and he's in, going to be looking to get playing time to prove once again that, you know what, I am indeed the striker that people thought I was before I came to Chelsea. Okay. So Chelsea is going to loan Batshuayi to Monaco. Yeah. Then, as a replacement for Mbappe, who is going to go to Madrid. Mbappe is a Madrid fan. Okay. Now, for Madrid to get Mbappe, they are going to have to offload Alvaro Morata and Chelsea are big on Morata. Conte loves him and wants him to come to Chelsea. <laughs> so Chelsea are going to get Morata. Mbappe is going to go to Madrid. Morata will come in. By then, Batshuayi is gone. And that completes the triangle. I don't know, folks. It's crazy enough. <laughs> it just might work. <laughs> wow. I know it's crazy, man. But hey, we'll see. I mean, I mean of course, this could obviously be totally off. So yeah, but... I mean, but the, I guess yeah. the... The big question mark is why would Monaco just agree to a loan of a player for just one season? I mean, a loan is a loan. I mean, loans for one season happen. No, right? they do, but then yeah. they are lose. Well, I guess if Madrid pays enough, costs yeah. off enough. Yeah, enough, exactly. I mean, if, if if Madrid are willing to pay the kind of money that they are quoting, 100 million euros and things like that, they'll cash in, fam. They will cash in. Monaco have strikers. Falcao, uh, Valerie Germain. Yeah. yeah. But for they Madrid to pay, well, 80 mil plus for a striker. Honestly, I don't believe in that figure. Yeah. I don't believe in that figure. Because that means Benzema would have to be yeah. dropped as a third option. And yeah. he's still very serviceable in that Madrid squad. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, like you said, you know how these Galacticos be. Hey, got to spend some They want that Mbappe hype, man. Yeah. They want to get in on that. So, right. yeah. Sounds good. Okay. I mean, I'm skeptical, but if this does play out, yeah. I'll be tipping my hat to you, sir. Okay. Uh, so, my final story uh, Christian Achu 
Ghanaian winger extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> Flashes here and there. Uh, his move to Chelsea didn't pan out as most of us had hoped. But it's looking like he's made a home for himself. Honestly, loved his free kick, his yeah. last goal. That was a beautiful free kick. I mean, the way he took it was so so much easier. I didn't know he was that good. Now replicate that kicks. on the national yeah, level. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, <laughs> I mean... I think on the national level he really tries. You can see that he's trying, and he has had his moments. It's true. On true, the national true. level, you understand. When it comes to influential but, players, yeah. players we look at to make a difference, turn the game. Yeah. He's up there with IU. Yeah, well yeah. I feel like I feel like I am honestly hoping that he makes that move to Newcastle permanent and gets a good run in the Premier League with Newcastle. Yeah, I really hope that that happens. Because I think under Benitez, he does have a very yeah. good yeah. coach. Like people might still not rate Benitez because of his last couple of you know mm-hmm. appointments, but he's still a very good coach. Yeah, I, do, I believe so about. too. I believe and so. And I think Atu will try. He's a decent him. coach. Yeah, and he's a very passionate you know team as well. Newcastle yeah. fans are great. exactly. And looking at the comments from Atu. Recently, about yeah. Benitez and his relationship with he him, it looks like that's where he wants to be. There's yeah. no other place he'd rather be right now. Okay, so, so yeah. now we're free, Nacho. It's time to be free, Barbara Man. But in terms of prediction, I, I hope that he his career takes more of a DDIU, you, you know, stay yeah, with trajectory. the bottom team, yeah. get to a mid-table team, and then hopefully go to a team that's hoping to push for top six now. Yeah. So maybe eventually end up at Everton. Or Which West is Ham. where he was. Yeah, well, that's true. He was on loan before. But hey, listen, players do return. And players also, do return. Coleman's. Yeah, and also different managers as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Or he could, be. Hey, who knows, maybe Newcastle is going to be part of the new top six. Like, what do he, I know? You know, at this Benitez point... Benitez might just have something cooking. Yeah, at this point, I don't know, man. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's okay. see how they do when they come back. We really didn't want to save as much time for this main topic just because it was one that we've been, we've been discussing... I wanted to, you know, continue the discourse on, on the ATW podcast. Should football adopt video technology? Yes, no. But do you stand on all? Yeah, so video assistant referees, right? Yeah. Okay. I was having a discussion earlier on with some friends about the influence of technology and how we can no longer ignore it yeah. in almost everything that we do. It's it's there. It's there. Like, as in, you really can't... Just like Goline, I feel like Goline technology has been a success. It has been a I really do, yeah. I believe it's been a success. Yeah, like, exactly. It's hard to remember football now without school like technology. technology. Barbarians, what were you yeah. doing? And for me, I feel like this will be a massive step in the right direction. Although, it has to, the, it ha- we have to proceed with caution. Okay. It has to be well thought of. You understand? It has to be well thought of. For starters, the things that is going to eliminate goals like the Thierry Henry goal against Ireland, which <laughs> Ireland is so angry about right still. Yeah. The hand of God will probably not have the hand of God ever again with goal line technology. But um, I, I, I do, I, I believe in goal line technology. I mean, sorry, uh, video assistant referees. I think that's a, is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But the execution has to be right. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I, I definitely <coughs> share similar sentiments to yourself. Yeah. Um, the English FA is looking to trial it uh, next season. I'm guessing, or it's being speculated that the earliest would be during the Community Shield. And mm-hmm. then probably doing the FA games yeah. just to see how it's going to work, to work out some kinks, to see how they can actually apply to the Premier League proper. Yeah. Uh, other European leagues have, you know, messed around with it. The yeah. Dutch league in Eventually, particular has yeah. been a testing, a testing ground. Yeah. And I definitely think there's more to gain from, you know, introducing that, yeah. assistance that's true, that's true. technology. In terms of implementation, um, I do have some concerns. All right, okay, let's start with your concerns. Yeah, I do have some concerns. I, yeah. I think the first one is that 
I think with video assistant referees, right? Yeah. The review can only happen when play stops. Okay. You understand me? So a nightmare scenario would be an incident occurring. Yeah. Let's say team A. Let's yeah. say team A is, you know, penalty box. Some um, a player from team B pushes a player from team A. Yeah. In you know, team team B's penalty box. The player goes down. It's a penalty call or yeah. sorts. And the referee allows play to go on. Yeah. And then team B go on to go and score on the other end. And that is the only time that the play can be reviewed. Yeah. So can you imagine the uproar? One team feels like we should have gotten a penalty. One team has scored. And now you go back and say, yeah, that was a penalty. And then everyone is going to trust me. People are going to go crazy and go like, yeah, scrap this thing. No, it's, it's causing too much confusion. That's just, that's just a waste. But that's a nightmare scenario. That's, that's nightmare like scenario. a nightmare scenario. For, for starters, one, computing technology is not that far advanced. Yeah. It can get better. Yeah. But it's so tricky. Like what? We know Google is a leading search engine. Mm-hmm. Even with their whole image search data, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah, I think I only predict, you can only see a picture of a cat and recognize yeah. it like what, 75% <laughs> of the time. Yeah. So even they make mistakes. So we're not looking at video referring to you know, officially the entire game. Mm-hmm. What I say we do, and I feel like most people have shared it, is that for moments in the game where there already stops, so penalty decisions, mm-hmm. all you need is a fourth official with behind a video screen watching those replays, alternate angles. The game is already stopped anyway. No, 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 no. Okay, fine. Continue. I'm just. I'm saying. Yeah, the moments. Yes, moments. When, yeah, the moments when the thing happens, yeah. the review, ca- the review cannot happen until play stops. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying that during those moments, yeah. the play stops anyway. No, no. If the if the guy has been fouled and the ref says no penalty, so, no foul, the so, play uh, continues. True. That's what I'm saying. So and I'm, then yeah, okay. Go so that's what I'm saying. Goal ref, assistant referee yeah. should also should be implemented. During red card incidents, yeah. During goal, you know, skirmishes at the goal line, whatever. Okay. And also probably offsides. Hmm. Offsides. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I see that. I see that. Okay. So, this this is another issue I have with um, video referees, right? Yeah. Video refereeing. Okay, so every time a decision is made, yeah. let's say let's say a review happens, play yeah. stops, they review the footage, yeah. and the referee thinks uh, because ultimately the referee is the one who is going to make the decision. The, it's the video assist- the yeah, it's always the referee. Yeah. So some the video assistant referee is going to look at the footage and say, "Look, I spotted this thing. Yeah. What do you think?" And the referee is going to go like, "You know what? I've seen it. You I don't think this much. You can overrule it. Yes, exactly. So in those every time he does that, when yeah. there's a no call, yeah, the decision is to be a drop ball there's going to be a drop ball no I mean so how, like how many drop balls are we then going to have no. because I like honestly I really hate that drop ball to be honest when I see something I ask myself why are we still doing this no and that's why we limit players all kicking you have like 10 players trying to kick the ball you know that's why we limit the video assistant referee to just like I said red card incident the yeah. game is already stopped conversation mm-hmm. already happening mm-hmm. it's not as if a red card is shown and then in 10 seconds it clears that thing probably that, that that moment eats up at least at least a minute yeah. already. Okay. Goal scoring opportunities are contested. Okay. If a player a team feels they scored or they were hampered, mm-hmm. players already stop play. Yeah. There's already stop stoppage. You let that happen, and then offside calls. If a linesman calls, my issue is just with a drop ball. I mean, it's just with a drop ball. We are, we are looking at having like ten drop balls in the game. 
No, not really. Okay, okay. Well, I think that I think on the average, I think they are predicting that they are predicting that there's probably going to be on average about five calls, five instances for reviews in games. The main benefit of goal line assistant refereeing is probably going to be penalty calls. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, it's either a penalty and a sports kick, or it's not, and it's for the other team or the corner. Yeah. So the drop ball, the drop ball fear is really going. It's not really going to materialize. Okay. Well. Okay. So you okay. can rest easy. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't I can rest easy. All right. So um, there's one more thing. Yeah. I want to talk about regarding VARs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. It's not necessarily a concern of sorts. More of a suggestion. Okay. I feel like just like they do in rugby, I feel like the whole decision process should be broadcasted to the to the fans. On broadcasted on TV and at the stadium. Here's a problem with that. To to offer that sort of transparency. No, you see, here's a here's a problem with that. Here's a problem with that. Uh, in rugby and football, that kind of works. But I feel like in a stadium where people are all charged, charged up, amped up. Let's say Liverpool versus Everton. If it's if it's replayed, sometimes people see what they want to see. If the the, the 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 moment is replay for the stadium, one half is going to be excited, the other half is not going to be excited. No, listen, it depends. Like, if they don't show it, I feel like that's even worse. We don't know what happened. They went into the room and came out and said, "You know what? It's a penalty. We don't believe it's a penalty." But then, if we if we are all tuned in, looking at them making the decision, yeah, but how we know that there wasn't any external influence, yeah, then people believe they they they, they people believe that yeah. Trust me, this decision is going to be made behind closed doors. It's not behind closed doors. No, no, it is. I mean, the 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 equipment is going to be either in a van. Near the stadium okay. or inside, or you could just or inside the touchline. Apparently, that's what they are looking at. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not like some shady. It's <laughs> like penalty. Yeah, and trust me, man. Those are classical, our classical games. Those guys don't play from. No, no. But I, I get what you mean. But you see, exactly. Imagine El classical. Imagine yeah. a tackle call. Imagine Sergio Ramos tackle somebody badly. As a mm-hmm. Barca fan, would feel. Yeah, their decision is replay, and then referee decides to overrule because a referee can't overrule the video ref decision. yeah he can't overrule the video and he okay so he he, he enters he go, goes in comes out and but he doesn't have to go in yeah. we have a fourth official who just lifts up time what's he gonna lift up time no, okay the fourth official just lifts yeah, up the time sure, left sure, sure. and that's out he can man the video station they have earpieces now yeah. just have the dedicated fourth official man the video station that's simple no apparently it's going to be three people Okay, there you the go. Station. So perfect. That's the referee be... doesn't have to yeah. come view and leave. Yeah. And also the problem with viewing, I feel replaying the moment, a game like El Clasico, the crowd can might swear referee's decision. No, but then no. If it's replaying and the referee decides to go against the call, you now have a set of fans who are going to feel aggrieved that hey, can't you see? They're it's... going to do that anyway, can't they? Yeah. So let him just do it without that pressure on him. Okay, so I guess no broadcasting then, huh? Well, again, people who watch the game live have the even people who watch, yeah, we get the benefit of replays, alternate angles, even yeah. on Twitter, you just go on, it's like all the gold gifs, like, yeah, you get to see that, so it happens regardless. Okay, okay, it's kind of insane that we don't give referees that same opportunity to actually, you know, analyze the goals. Hell, pundits after halftime are able to discuss whether the referee's call was wrong or not, and like, <laughs> they have more information to go ref on. watch. 
than the ref. Yeah. yeah I get and what another you. thing we do have to understand is the game is getting faster and better. Yeah. Like the athletes now, it's freaking insane the amount of work they do with all the pressing they're running, they're going forward like as a team unit. They have these are what these athletes I think football, the footballs we have now are the fittest they've ever been. We probably are requiring our refs to be as fit as them as just them to keep as well. up with yeah, the game. Sure. They need they need the help. And that's what I'm all in for assistance referee at this yeah, point. I agree. So I guess we're both for for VARs then. Yeah, I mean, an interesting twist could be also that um, so just as basketball has timeouts, given that we limit uh, video referee to just red cards, goal scoring opportunities, and offsides, each coach could have one call. Yeah, that's a good one. Anywhere on the field, that's a good one. If they feel like a decision, a has limited to be number made. of calls. So yeah. yeah. Once you use that, you're out. You're out one per half yeah. non-transfer. Right? Yeah, I agree. I think that's a very good call. And I also think referees should be able to like, maybe, I get what you're trying to do with the, re- the instant replay on the big screen. Mm-hmm. So maybe during halftime, why don't we ask the referees why they made certain calls? Like maybe just understanding what he saw. Yeah, I think initially that should be a very, that's, yeah. that should be a, a thing that should be tried. Yeah, let's, you know, let's to get people, to know the ref. Like, yeah, because I feel like we just see these guys lifting their flags up, lifting yeah their caps up. And a lot of the discussions that we have post games are those discussions. Why exactly. did he make this call? Yeah. Why didn't he make that call? So let's just have him say yeah. something. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah, I agree. Do we have enough time for our next topic? You think? <laughs> All right, so our next topic was about the integrity of (laughs) the integrity. (laughs) What about diving? Like how we feel personally about diving, you know? Um, You took the whole moral argument, so (laughs) why don't you have your go? Okay, so diving. um, How do we feel about diving? All right, so I think it depends on the individual. (laughs) Yeah, it really does depend on the individual because... But then I also know that managers have have a go at players. Why didn't you go down? Okay, you know you were you 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 were tripped. You should have gone down. Okay, I get that. But there is there definitely is a discussion about the dilemma, like where how to get the balance right. You know, yeah. should I be should I take one for the team or should I you know uphold my values or my beliefs? What, what values? What beliefs? Is it is it comes down to whether it's cheating. I mean, you understand? If a guy, if a guy, if a guy cheating, if you get caught, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. So I guess that's where that's where we, uh, we we see it differently. Like if I'm going down, if I, if if I'm running in, into the box, an opponent's box, and he he touches me, and it's not enough uh-huh. contact, <laughs> it's not enough contact for me to fall, and I fall, I feel like that's wrong. That's wrong, man. But see, here's a problem. Players who actually do stay up after getting yeah, hammered it sucks. It don't sucks. get their calls. Yeah, so it sucks. As there a are team, players, yeah. it's, not, it's not a winning strategy to, you know, stay up, possibly get injured just so uh, some guys on the internet can be like, hey, that play hey, that player, he's damn good. When he gets tackled hard, he takes the tackle like a man. Mm. But, but you're still lost. Exactly. But that's like saying there are some people out there who are, you know, who are Engaging in fraud and I'm being caught and I'm getting rich and I'm living a a clean life. It's a clean life. <laughs> a clean life and I'm not getting rich, you know. So no, but again, here's here's where the distinction is. Those fraudulent activities are affecting and touching other people's lives. 
football is a game. Like, in as much as it feels so much more to us, yeah. let's remind ourselves it's a game. It's just a game. It's a okay, sport so, uh-huh. with rules. Exactly. So, for me, this is where like it becomes interesting for me. So, it means that within the scope of the game, yes. it is okay to let to. It's a game, like, the players have made a game of trying to deceive the ref. No, what the players have made, what the players and teams and managers have made a game of is trying to get the better of their opponents. Okay, so that's what it's all about that's when it comes down to it's winning. It's all about winning. And it's, there's no morality, morality. No, I feel like it's hard to football. apply more. I mean, yes, you can apply morality to football, but in this specific instance, it's all about, I'm in the six-yard box. So I then guess. it's okay to, to injure... A, a team's best player then oh that's just taking it you see exactly yeah, that's just taking so the argument to a whole nah, different man. No. but no you see if there were no rules yeah. if there was no red card that yeah. would ban you and then you know disciplinary mm-hmm. hearing that would probably give you like a 3 months, 6 months ban yeah. players probably do that more frequently but FIFA other FAs in their wisdom saw that hey this is a this is a this is this is a, an activity this is an aspect of the game we want stamped out so they provide the rules to make sure that they limited that behavior. So then should we stop calling players who try to con the ref and don't succeed shameful or disgraceful? Should I we mean, stop calling them a disgrace? I mean, you can call because, them... Because those are the... Those are the no, that's you, what they are described no, but you, you That was them, a disgrace. That was them, disgusting. Nah, that was this or that. You can call them whatever you want. The yeah. fact remains they are still going to do it. Sorry is a damn good player. Sorry doesn't need to dive. Neymar doesn't have to dive to actually, you know, succeed on the pitch, but he still yeah. does. Reason being, the rules as they are allow him to get away with it. So if we want, if FIFA, if the if the legal officials want to stop diving out, guess what? Implement rules that make diving a no-win scenario. Players will stop diving. Yeah, and actually, it was something I was going to discuss. I was going. To, I forgot to mention when we we're talking about the video assistant refs. I feel like. Implementing that would go a long way to actually get um, yeah tackle the issue of diving in football yeah. because now players will actually think that you know what we are our every move is being watched and I could potentially be in trouble for this. I think um, uh, one incident that has been ta- spoken about a lot recently has been the Tyron Mings Zlatan Ibrahimovic um, yeah, yeah sort of thing. If there was you know video tag yeah if there was video assistant refereeing during that time the issue could probably have been resolved there and then but i mean again it's not as if we need video assistant refereeing again we have replay technology we can watch we can access games from years yeah ago. i mean of course yeah we so do that with retrospective bands exactly retrospective bands but then the way to go the 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 argue the the, the argument is that it will be dealt with in the game like no 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 sorry not not that but then Players would be more mindful. They would actually would, would they would actually think twice before doing those things. If, if, if he's video. going to elbow someone, he's going video. to think. Yeah, if there's video technology, he's going to think. You know, no, players would be more mindful if there are bans and if there are penalties. If video ref comes, no, that because the bans and the pen, the um, discipline, the yeah. disciplinary action, yeah. come when they do that. When they actually elbow. So they'll be caught during the games, and you're going to face with the retrospective man. If the ref sees it, if the ref sees it, and says no call, yeah, you can get away with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And so that, so yeah, at that point, so is the ref making a decision saying that I didn't see this incident, I do not want to pursue it. He is. Yeah. So having an assistant video technology is going to change the difference if the ref still doesn't want to pursue that. I feel. I feel. 
I feel like it is going to make people more mindful nah. of what they do on the pitch. No. What players do on the pitch. No. They really are going it's to not. be more mindful. Yeah, listen, all the players who die, people have diving compilation of what? Neymar. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's looked, he's, looked, uh, he's looked up himself and seen them. Ain't changed shit. Because mm. his play right now is getting his team and No, him. listen. If you know that, if you know now, okay. Yeah. Right now, fine. You can elbow someone at some point on the pitch yeah. the referee doesn't see it the game yeah. will go on yeah. but if you know that you're going to elbow this person and you are certainly going to be caught and you're going to be given a red card and your team is going to be down to 10 men and as a result you might lose the game yeah. are you going to do it? and that's why players don't elbow because they know that retroactive if a player if a referee no but that's retros- retrospective exactly. that's after the game you can still finish the game yes and, and get the but yeah. then this video 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 technology is going to it's what? going to give you the red card here. Yes, it's going to allow them to actually sanction you on the pitch. You're going to your team is going to pay the consequence there and then. Fair enough. So therefore, you're not like going, you're going to think twice before you do it. Yeah, fair enough. You can yeah. argue that whether that makes more of an impact. But the fact remains, when it comes to diving, unless mm-hmm. the rules are stricter, players are still going to dive. Yeah, I mean, of course, I don't think players are going to stop diving because of VARs. As for that, yeah. I, I think so too. But yeah, that's it. Like, why why stop? What? Ooh. Assistant referee. Yeah, people are still going to do it anyway. But yeah, some of it. I mean, some of it is just weird, man. I mean, I mean, not a fan, but come on, Rashford. (laughs) It was kind of of funny though. Like, no, and you see, that's why I feel like fans we get we get weird sometimes when we're watching the game. We're expecting players to do everything to win at every cost. Where do we think that line stops? Mm -hmm. Them going to the gym harder, training harder, putting their body on the line. No, it also includes maybe doing something that you might find immoral to win the damn game. Okay. That's it, winning at every cost. So your player or their player is doing everything you expect of a professional in the sport to do. Yeah. Guess what? You don't want that behavior, make the penalties more severe. It's a very simple solution. Hell, we could have implemented that ages ago. We don't need no fancy new technology to implement that. But the problem is, it's not such an ingrained part of football. And... I don't know what the hesitation actually. I is. guess for me, I guess for me, um, the reason why I'm not all for that is because in a in a game where there's a lot of talk about sportsman things like sportsmanship and you know things like that, where for example the this famous the famous uh, play of Decanio catching a ball when he could have volleyed into the back of the net, but upon seeing his opponent going to ground, he decided to stop play uh, for his, for his opponent to be attended to. Yes. In the spirit of all these things, like I feel like it really shouldn't stop. We really shouldn't stop at diving. It really shouldn't stop at diving. I feel like you should be respectful of your opponent. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get it. I mean, it, it sounds naive, but then no, for me, that's where I stand. For me, I feel like there is morality in, there's, in football. There, there's a reason why those moments are so few and rare. Yes, exactly. And they, they exactly. Applauded when exactly. It happened. Yeah, exactly. Because, because trust me, whilst you might look back at that moment and be like, "Damn, good sportsmanship." Yeah. If that was a goal. That could have won you a championship or promoted you, qualified for the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. we don't have this trophy because they kind of decided to let that player in. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't. Eventually, when all that matters is results, you have to make sure that you put rules in place. The game is becoming more so, more more so about results. Like I mean, it's always it's always been, but then no. I mean, people pay. People are paying like higher prices now it's not for even, results. It's, first, I don't think it's about. I think it's always been about results. However, it's always been about results. But I feel like people are paying higher prices now 
Okay. Based on results. Okay. Whereas before, I mean, well, not to call Arsenal fans out here, but then Asim Wenger still, I mean, okay, well, actually, Asim Wenger is the one anomaly, but players get sacked after one, uh, coaches get sacked after one season. Yeah. For poor results. Yeah. Some managers do well and still get sacked because, yeah, yeah maybe the club won more. Okay. Exactly. And maybe whereas in the past, probably a manager does a good job, they continue to have faith in him, stick with him. So you think that's why players are not doing all they can to actually win? And diving is now on? on no, no, no. no. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that that's the case, but I feel like now, okay, well, there are higher stakes in football now. Okay, I mean... There are higher stakes in football now. Again, if we go back and now, leg crunching tackles used to be the norm until we actually implemented rules that made those those actions red card offenses. Now, older people or older people who prefer the older game now would say that these modern players are wimps. They are soft. They can't take it like a man. But guess what? It's made football much more enjoyable because you don't see somebody diving in with two legs trying to clear an entire field. <laughs> like, that used to be a defender special. Right? That, that was a center Yeah, actually. It was thugs. When it's high. old FIFA games, that wasn't that like a tackle in old FIFA games? Yeah, you just going with two tackles. Just yeah, like it was a normal tackle. You take like, the freaking yeah. turf off. <laughs> but now, that's no longer normal or a regular occurrence because but the body in charge of the game like hey you want to stamp you know curb this behavior mm. if they feel that diving is such a behavior they want to curb just putting the damn rules it's yeah. that simple and so then i wouldn't call diving wrong or bad or moral or immoral it's just it gives you an opportunity to win the game so so you should take it i mean it's a prisoner's dilemma your opponent is going to do it i have nothing to gain by not doing it i might as well dive my ass off too because best believe when your player has opportunity, he's going to swim in. Okay. I get you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you want tomorrow, players. <laughs> Wrong sports, guys. Wrong sport. Uh, I know what you mean, man. Oh, man. Uh, guys, it's, it's looking like we are, we are hard-pressed for time at this point. Um, but you can definitely continue the conversation with us over on our Twitter. That's GCRATW. Uh, do send us your comments, questions regarding our conversation. Uh, dive in video assistant referees and the NBA stuff that we discussed to our email address after the whistle at the goalcoachreport.com on Instagram and Facebook you can find us at, at the goalcoachreport that's the username uh, we'd love to hear from you follow us uh, share this episode with two friends like if you enjoyed it you know get the ATW word out there uh, ATW uh, dominate the conversation I keep hearing dominate the conversation dominate the conversation we'll catch you guys next week alright catch you guys next week bye Neymar Busquets se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga Messi dejando el balón para Neymar atención ahí fuera del juego balón para Luis Suárez gol va a golpear Cristiano se espatarra el bicho Va a golpear con la derecha, chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the Feyenoord. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown.